Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And how you guys doing? Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. We got a pretty awesome show for you today. We're going to be continuing our journey back in time to the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, when it was all hot and going on, man. Uh, but first, don't forget, if you're on YouTube, pound rock on and also don't forget to hit that subscribe button and like the video and share it all over your social media if you can't donate that helps us a ton because we are throttled down over on youtube immediately after this uh, show go over to motorcyclemadhouseradio.com where we'll be going to about 9 30 central standard time with china and all that so we're going to be talking about the Fates Assembly Motorcycle Club and the Pagans. Yes, this was a very big time. This was like uh, at the late 80s, early 90s when stuff started happening there in the East Coast. And, it, you know, like I said in my previous video, I'm going through this kind of history to let you guys know... Why? Because the biggest question's always been, why do you only consider a few MCs 1% clubs? Well, that's because they put in the work. They dealt with a lot of stuff back then. A lot of brothers went down. A lot of brothers went to uh, prison that were in those clubs. And they put in the ultimate sacrifices, if you will, for their patch. And I don't believe with all these new clubs just thrown on a diamond that I should even look at considering them as 1% because you got to learn your history to understand why these clubs wear that 1% diamond and how it's being watered down by people. And that ain't cool, man, because like I said... People lost their lives, people went to prison, and they put blood, sweat, and tears into that diamond for some other club to come around and get five or six guys together. Next thing you know, we're a 1% club. They don't know, I'm sorry, they don't know what it means, okay? If you see the history that we're going to be going over, that's what it really means. Not what these clowns are going around saying, well, we're 1% and this is the way it should be. No, that ain't how it works, man. I don't care how many times you say, well, it's time to evolve, come into present times. I don't care how many times people say that. Because when you see clubs, how many they... One of these days, go on some of these clubs' websites. Look under Brothers Gone or RIP Brother uh, section. 
There's a lot of guys that are gone. That represents decades of history. Something a lot of people that are on YouTube or other social media platforms, they don't want to get into, they don't want to look at the past and how everything came about. A lot of these clubs went through some profiling you wouldn't believe. Now, I know we talk about it all the time, the profiling in Texas or across the country. They haven't seen nothing yet. It's getting to that point, but it used to be for these old timers. You get pulled over, next thing you know, cops are beating you with batons or throwing you on the ground, sticking your head in mud. Something that ain't fathomable today, but that's the way it used to be. Bikers were not cool back then. They were looked at as nothing but dirty old people. You got scooter tramps. Scooter tramps rode hard. They lived on that bike. But now you got the designer biker, as I call it. Which, hey, every generation is going to have their own look. You know, it's out with the jeans and into, you know, the workout pants, kind of like Oz does. Big gold chains. You know, I, I can't bust on them, but the flat bill caps, I wear them all the time, but I love them. But that's the kind of the new style, the greasy, uh, bulger biker is kind of like going extinct with the dinosaurs. Uh, it's funny, on the second half of the show a couple days ago, and I actually talked about that on uh, the show the next day, a lot of people have a hard time with the way I talk. Meaning how I get into women and, you know, a woman's place. Well, that's what I've always known. That's the way I was taught by the old timers, you know, the guys that were in Vietnam. But now it's like taboo to even go that route, man. I'm telling you, you know, people that you were thought were hardcore, they would say, you know what, you shouldn't talk like that about women. It's funny, I went out riding with a couple buddies today. And, you know, a group of women passed. There had to be like seven or eight of them riding their bikes. And I looked at them. I was like, you know what? That is kind of culture shock for somebody like me. Because you would have never seen that before. Uh, a woman's place was on the back of a bike. And yes, evolution has happened where a lot more women are getting into motorcycling. But that was something that you rarely seen back then. I know there's a lot of people, uh, well, besides Black Dragon, man, he's older than dirt. He's older than me. Uh, but our generation didn't accept that kind of stuff where the newer generation does. Which, hey, God bless, if you're a hot-ass chick, hey... I can put my biases aside for you, man. We can go behind, uh, you know, a building. You can get on your knees, and that is what it is. <laughs> I could, you know what? I couldn't imagine some of these people now going to the, some of the kind of parties that we used to have, where you know you're doing lines off a of chick's tits, 
or you know you got a gang bang going in the back room i couldn't imagine some of these people man because they're like uppity up compared to what i knew and one thing i love and i think i relate to the most is graybeards i really love the graybeards in this lifestyle because they'll teach you so much they'll teach you about how it was back then and how bad it really got where they had a fight tooth and nail between clubs over stuff that was politics man politics gets you killed in a heartbeat or gets you thrown in a freaking jail but that was the way of the biker man the motorcycle club scene because let's face it man they equate uh them kind of people to the old western outlaws which i'd have to say hey man it might be a good uh way of putting it but today it's not like that today there's a lot more people that are toned down and of course they go to work nine to five uh, I knew guys back then, man, that's all they did was live that lifestyle. They'd pick up a tattoo uh, machine, and that's how they'd make their living going town to town. I always said to some of my apprentices at my old tattoo shop, if you have your equipment, all you need is eight bottles of ink, your power unit, your machine, some needles and tubes, you can jump on a train. And go anywhere you wanted in this country. And you would never go hungry. That's the way the old fellas used to do stuff. Or they had the mechanical skills. So they were able to live this life 100% full time. It was everything to them. I remember uh, you know, owning the tattoo shop and all that kind of stuff. And I looked over at my wife. you know, And I said, you know what? I'm living the dream. I'm an American, and I'm an American biker. I work in the industry for as long as I have, and I'm a biker. I take that any day over being rich. And I sure to hell would take it any day over having the money like some of these other so-called bikers spending sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 on a bike where I'm happy on a freaking $5,000 fat boy. Oh, one, man. So, that was my type of thing. Nowadays, it's you got to be stylish. You got to be a lot more politically correct. And I think that's why I draw a lot of people on the radio station because, God, man, you know what? It was so awesome hearing that my radio show is playing in barracks in japan in south korea i was like you know what we got something here and the reason why we got it is because i haven't toned down over on the radio station there's a lot of people that can relate to some of the stuff that i'm saying so hopefully over uh here on youtube even though i can't let loose like we used to be able to we let loose right after these first 30-minute uh, segments on YouTube when we go over to the radio. What I can say to the guys that are younger, that didn't get to 
really be around everything. And I'm not just talking about a club member, man. I'm talking about independence. They were wild too back in the day, man. I'm telling you what, man. You wanted the best weed around. You just walk up to an independent man, hippie, and say, hey, give me a quarter. And next thing you know, you're blown to the freaking moon. Then people knew how to party. They always had the chicks. So it was something really special that I think a lot of people have forgotten about. And that includes the hill climbs, the freaking flat track events. Uh, by the way, we do have a flat track event coming up in Maine. I forgot to put it at the, uh, what's it called, uh, the beginning of this segment. But let me pull that up here right now and uh, get you to uh, hear about it. Uh, it's going to be June 5th. And it's by the United Bikers of Maine. They're a motorcycle rights organization fighting for the rights of all riders since 1975. And it's going to be a hell of a racing day, hopefully. You know, that's the stuff I love, man. I love flat tracks and stuff. And the history of that is just, you know what, maybe I'll start doing some of that. But anyway, it's June 5th, 2021 at the uh, Farmington Fairgrounds. Uh, they say it's free. Uh, anyone on or off Facebook can come. Uh, so it's pretty uh, fast-paced. And I think you guys are going to like it. But anyway, that's the monologue. I'd really want to get into the story for today. And people were asking me, and I'm assuming it's people that have no experience with clubs or any of that stuff. But to explain where some of the clubs that we're talking about came from, what year, and the whole nine yards. Now, there is a website called OnePercenterBikers.com. Again, OnePercenterBikers.com. And they do a lot of history stuff on a lot of clubs. Now, is 100% of it accurate? No. But they do a pretty damn good job of trying to line up and talk about cases, about uh, popular members of that club, the whole nine yards. So yeah, I'm going to do that kind of stuff. Maybe it's a refresher for everybody. But uh, here we go. Again, this is 1percenterbikers.com. Uh, now, the groups involved in this is the Fates Assembly MC and the Pagans Motorcycle Club. All the old-timers know what I'm talking about. Uh, the Fate Assembly MC is not around anymore. I believe they went to the Hells Angels. They patched over. And maybe that's something we'll talk about uh, later on is what clubs went to, uh, what dominance and all that kind of stuff. So, for those that don't know the Pagans... They're considered one of the big five. Uh, this article hasn't been updated. They're saying big four, but the big five, you got Mongols and all that kind of stuff. Uh, then they say Hells Angels. They get you know along with the Hells Angels. But the big five is the Hells Angels, the Banditos, Outlaws, uh, Mongols, and Pagans. Uh, they talked about the website, and this is one thing you got to really respect about the pagans is they don't really believe in social media they don't believe in 
letting you know where they're at, any of that type of stuff. Now, has that changed? I don't know. I haven't looked them up. I'm just saying, you know, from my opinion on this, that's kind of what it's saying. It's merely a show for advertising and doesn't provide any history about the club or the locations where they are active. Back in the day, the Pagans were really underground. Uh, they were, you know, how can I say it? The Illuminati of the bikers uh, deal. You didn't just, you didn't know about them. And the only time you heard about them was in the papers. Uh, so... He goes on and he admits that, you know, information has to be sourced from a number of other uh, places. Uh, now, the founding of the Pagans was in, for those that don't know, was in 1959. And I'm not fact-checking here, guys. All I'm doing is reading what it says, giving you a little background before we go into the other stuff. Uh, founded by Lou Dompkin in Prince uh, George's County uh, in Maryland, uh, was first uh, founded and they consisted of only 13 members. It'd be amazing if you can get a club started with that many members nowadays. Back then again, it was a lot different, man. People were looking to belong to something. Uh, they had a beef to deal with because of Vietnam. Uh, so yeah, it was easier to find people back in the day than it is now you know it's hard enough finding five or six people to start a club up uh let's see here denim jackets then they used to ride triumph motorcycles right there uh i love a triumph it was usually uh the axis against allies so basically the clubs let you ride ally bikes which would be Triumph Motorcycles, BSAs, Norden, stuff like that. That was old school right there. Uh, the mid-60s uh, changed, and they transformed to be more in line with the other 1%er clubs, riding Harleys. Uh, that's when they uh, also started with the 1%er attire. And, of course, you can see their patches, Norse uh, Fire uh, Giant Sutar. Now, as I go down with the pagans uh rooster katana i really like this guy uh, i talked to him i you know what you get a lot of history again from the older uh, guys he did prison time uh he's fighting uh state appeals or something right now in his other case uh but he gives some history man and i have it in my first book uh, new age of biking and brotherhood uh now according to this site again it has to be updated they don't wear bottom rockers which they do now east coast south uh midwest uh something like that uh this is you know they used to do it so they'd hide the locations from the cops now some of their common or other patches uh include uh liver dye the nazi ss uh, in memory patch, uh, Pagan's Members Chapter, Affiliation, and so on. Uh, but their model is Live to Die. Uh, their chapters, again, mostly East Coast, but a lot has been changing with the Pagans. So, you don't know. Not off it is. Again, maybe, and there's great information on here. It's just you got to update it. 
uh, famous uh, Pagans MC members. Again, it was Lou Dobkin. He actually served in the Navy as a medic before being honorably discharged. Just like so many members of motorcycle clubs. And that's one thing I don't understand is how and why the government is so hostile to motorcycle clubs. Because I'd have to say in the early days, guessing 60-70% of members were military? I don't get it. I really don't. Uh, John Satan Moran... Uh, he was, uh, let's see here, he led the club through the 70s, steered their uh, directions. According to here, not me, higher levels of crime. Now the support clubs, uh, the Sons of Satan, uh, they claim is one. At one point was run by John Satan Moran, who later became a pagan. Uh, the Thunderbirds, uh, that's a Baltimore-based black motorcycle club, but them and the Pagans are real tight. Uh, again, we talked about support clubs. You know, you got a lot of these guys running around with 1% clubs or patches now. Yeah, run into a support club. Anyway, then they go into the enemies, allies. Uh, the Hells Angels are their biggest one. Uh, the Demon Knights, and then the Fates Assembly. Uh, now, according to this, they say are known to be pagan MC enemies, and there was a lot of fighting back then, and you're going to hear about it. Back then, it wasn't drive-by shootings, man. Back then was you getting your ass blown up. Uh, they combined with the HA, and so they can almost fall into the point above the Hells Angels Club, blah, blah, blah. Now, it also has a great deal here with, and that's what I like here, of when they appeared in media and why they appeared in media. For example, uh, the 28th of May, 1991, uh, there was an outside uh, fight outside the bar in Baltimore between Fates Assembly Motorcycle Club and the Pagans. One member of the Pagans, uh, Mike Mazzero, is killed and two members of Fate's Assembly are injured. That's when it all started up, man. That's when everything started with this deal. Uh, then again in August, you know, you got May, July, there was another incident. Then August, you had Fate's uh, Assembly members throw a freaking hand grenade into the house of a Pagan's MC member, Kirby Galligan. Uh, however, the grenade didn't explode. You better count your lucky freaking stars on that one. But before we continue, uh, on our deal there, let's get over to the Fates Assembly and talk about who they are, what they're about, and we'll go back to some of these incidences. Again, 1%bikers.com, uh, Maryland, 1974. Now, you see why I look at the oldest clubs as the true outlaw 1% clubs is because a lot of them were born like in the 50s, 60s, 70s, some in the 80s, and this is the stuff they went through. It wasn't, okay, we're going to jump on this platform or that platform and say, okay, this and that and this. No, it wasn't like that. The true one percenters were out there on the streets, 
Yeah, you live in it. Anyway, uh, they're no longer in existence. Most of the chapters were patched over by the HA, and at least one chapter patched over to the Outlaws. I don't know for sure on this. Again, all I can do is go off of what they're talking about here. Uh, they were founded in Brooklyn Park, uh, and Orodala County in Maryland. Along with the Pagans, they were the dominant club in the Washington area from the 70s through the 90s. The middle of 91 saw a war break out between the Fates Assembly and the Pagans Motorcycle Club. And then it talked about who they are. Their patch had a Grim Reaper riding a Harley Davidson. And this is history right here because a lot of these older clubs... You can't find your patches anymore. So this is awesome that they were get they got that type of deal. Uh, their chapters consisted of Baltimore, Northern Virginia, South Carolina, and Southern Virginia. Back then, they didn't go real big. They didn't say, okay, we're going to be a national or a worldwide club. No. That takes time. And that's one thing that kind of gets to you is you'll see a club start. And next thing you know, they've got chapters worldwide, but they only got like two or three guys. It took these clubs decades to do that. Uh, some of the famous ones, uh, Ronald L. Field was a national president until 91. He was sentenced to 96 months in prison for his involvement in the planned attacks on the pagans throughout 91. Uh, John H. Uh, Leah Jr., he was the Southern Virginia chapter. He was sentenced to 84 months for his involvement in the planned attacks. And Michael W. O'Brien was the South Virginia, or the South Virginia chapter president, again, 60 months. Uh, it was, well, they got one starting in 89, Sandra Ferguson, uh, she was 45, community worker, musician, leaves the home of her pastor at around 11. Her body is found later in the night in a parking lot at St. James Episcopal Church. Uh, let's see here. Fates Assembly member Gary Redneck Donahue, who worked as a truck driver and wore a Harley-Davidson tattoo on his right arm, is later charged with the murder. But... Let's get into some of the events between the Pagans and them. All throughout 91, it looked like they were really going after the Pagans, man. Uh, there was a lot of uh, pipe bombs that were involved. Uh, some rifles, sniper type of deal. Uh, but one thing you rarely hear, hear about is drive-by shootings. Uh, let's take uh, the 4th of October of 91, for example. Uh, a bomb constructed at Bates Assembly members George Pitbull Hughes, Robert Paris, and Melvin Maine drive to a house uh, of Kirby Galligan and attach it to a vehicle owned by the roommate. The vehicle is driven by Galligan's uh, workplace and industrial complex. However, it failed to explode. So that's when I was talking about on that previous deal yesterday. You didn't have to worry about drive-bys. You had to worry about going out to your car, turning that key, and that damn thing blowing up on you and shit like that. So that's the backgrounds of the clubs. Now, let's go into some of the media back then. Washington Post by A uh, Avis uh, Thomas Lester, uh, 6th of November 91. 
they kind of go back and talk about uh, a little history, the 60s, urban cowboys, blah, blah, blah. Uh, say there are members and authorities who watch them. Uh, but anyway, they, even as far back there with their bullshit. Anyway, in Washington at the time, there was uh, 150 members, 1,500 associates. That's pretty decent. Uh, January 19th, Robert York, a former member of the Phantoms Motorcycle Club, uh, was shot dead in Prince George's County after cooperating with authorities. Uh, three members of the Phantoms were charged in that slaying. Uh, here we go. On May uh, 28th, Mike Mazzaro, a member of the Pagans uh, Motorcycle Club, was killed and two members of the rival Bates Assembly Motorcycle Club were injured when the two groups clashed in a bar. Then on the 26th, uh, Richard Woof Capote was killed in a shootout with a member of the Pagans on Route 1. Uh, Bates Assembly member uh, George Pitbull Hughes was killed when a pipe uh, bomb uh, believed intended to be used against a Pagan member exploded in the car. Uh, you might want to uh, make sure that sucker, you know, don't explode on that way to your target. Uh, quote, you're looking at a subculture which thrives on violence. That was the narrative back then uh, by Maryland State Police uh, Sergeant Terry Colts. Uh, and he was recognized as a specialist, so-called, in outlaw motorcycle gangs. Uh, but you can see the reporting really hasn't changed that much between then and now it's still sensational they're still trying to sell papers that way but this is something that's going to get you a big story so things haven't changed at all with this uh then they go in the gang members were convicted of extortion money laundering murder distribution blah 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 then they go the examples of some of the clubs and all that now Four motorcycle gang members were indicted. That was what we were talking about before. And you heard their sentences that they got. Uh, that was the plot to bomb and kill members of the rival pagans. Uh, one of the bombs exploded and killed. We just talked about it. George Pitbull Hughes. As he was trying to arm the device while sitting in a car at the county industrial park. Uh, said charges related to death must be filed by local authorities. And then you went into who was charged, what they got, the whole nine yards. Uh, they talked about uh, the 26th of July uh, where the one guy was killed. So, uh, yeah, mess this messed up, man. And to give you some background on who I was talking about was uh, Rooster Katana. He is a guy that I love talking uh, to because you get a lot of interesting information you know, information, history of the pagans, you know, I'd like to sit down, I hope, I, I hope they get a goal of sitting down with all the, uh, you know, at least one old timer from each club and just hearing their stories, man, being like a book and, you know, filing it away so the history's there. Uh, now, he was jailed after the state police SWAT raided uh, Pennsylvania uh, now, he's well-known, and you know what? We might actually cover this incident, too, uh, with the bloody 2002 rumble with the Hells Angels in New York. So he's got a lot of street credit behind him. 
He ain't one of these guys that are just popping up a club. You know, I see people bashing, uh, not so much anymore, but uh, when they first started up the Sutar Soldier, everybody was giving them hell. But here it is. Wait a second, man. This is a guy who did his time. He was involved in a national story about taking care of business, and you guys dare to come out and criticize him? It's like, dude, you supporting cheerleaders and shit need to get your stuff together. Uh, but anyway, what do you guys think? Leave your uh, comments in the uh, comment section. Uh, what do you think of the you know, different things that we're doing? Uh, biker news I'm usually covering in the second half of the show. Uh, if not, I'll be covering it on Rockin' with Hollywood. I'm still going to get your biker news out there. But I find this to be very interesting stuff that you might want to learn. You know, before you go around and support this one or support that one. Or if you got a new club that came up and put a diamond on, you're supporting them. It's like, dude, learn your damn history, man. Learn your history. Anyways, that is it for today. Get your butt over on to MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Right now, we have China Dow in the house. Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. As defined in the American Heritage Dictionary, second college edition, the noun rock is defined as a relatively hard, naturally occurring material of mineral origin, a naturally formed mineral matter. That's not rock. Play with the devil, die with the devil. Now, back to good, wholesome, politically correct entertainment. Oh, yeah, you're not going to get politically correct over here on this station, man. Uh, quite the opposite. You're going to get it for, uh, you're going to get real talk over here from real people. Unlike a lot of them fakes in the media and those radio shows and so-called shock jocks. You're in here with Hollywood and China Dow. How you doing, China? <laughs> okay. <laughs> feeling a lot better today? You were a cunt yesterday. Yeah, I am feeling a lot better. Well, that's good. That's I got good. some good sleep. You got some good sleep? Yeah. Hey, and you know what? I don't use the cunt word lightly, but <laughs> she was a cunt. Hey, guess what? What? The best part of waking up. It's Folgers in your cup and an orgasm in your pants. Yeah, you ain't going to get one of them for a while. Nope, you're not going to get an <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> yes, I can. I can get one anytime I want to. Well, you're going to be doing it yourself. You ain't going to do it with me. i got to tell you that. Self-service. Oh, self-service self now. Self-service. <laughs> self-service. I don't know. I'm kind of mad at China Dow right now. You know, I just heard her schedule for next week, and I am pissed off at this whole situation. <laughs> you're mad. Well, you know, you could be doing something about I, this. I just, I just opened it this morning. I don't know what the actual full schedule looks like because by the time I get to work, half the time it changes. Mm. So we'll see when I get there. 
Oh, okay. You know, but it goes uh, a little more than that, and I think this is actually a good topic about, uh, you know, working environments and stuff, you know, before we get into my crazy, uh, you know, part of the show where we're going to talk about weird sex toys and stuff like yes! that. Something that Toys you, something Donna that, can chime in on that one. I bet she has a whole box of them. I think she's on box number two. <laughs> yeah. She's got a lot. Oh, so. my goodness. The stuff that you guys got uh, in common is just... Wow. <laughs> wow is all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to go into some sex trivia. People like that. Sex trivia? Yes. So you're going to make me look, whether I can look good or bad when it comes to sex trivia. Right. You go either way. You and either in way. Discord, if you're in the general chat, you can also chat with us during the show. Make sure to get into the Madhouse radio room. If it goes down, go to the backup channel, you know. So anyway, let's talk about work environment here because, you know what, I am still pissed off. I really am. Uh, China Dow, she has a very good heart. And that's one of the things I love about her. On the other hand, I can't fucking stand it either. (laughs) Because sometimes she gets ran over, and I don't like that. And, you know, we get in these little tits for tats, because of her job. See, that's one of the reasons I don't like hearing about her job. But you always ask about it at the same no, time. I ask how your day went. Well, my day always consists consists of going to work. So, right. You know. But anyway, anyway, uh, you know, when you find out that she's been there for a couple years and now they're hiring people at more money than they're paying her, Hollywood gets pissed. That that kind of shit don't add up to me. And China Doll has to open her mouth. And I'm hoping that it ain't like the uh, past where she don't open her mouth. Because Hollywood is pissed. Hollywood should open his mouth. And if I got to go open my mouth, it ain't going to be pretty. No, you go open your mouth, I usually end up losing the job. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> but what? But what's right is right. I, you know what? It's not only you that's going through this situation. It's other people that go through the same situation. Mm-hmm. I've heard people putting in 20 years of work at a company, and next thing you know, they're hiring people for, you know, one and a half times the salary it took, you know, them 20 years to get. Yeah. So I think that's why this has got me a little upset now. And it's been bugging me all morning, too, and I wake up early. I know you do. And it's like, you know what? Because she walked in the room, and I'm over here dazing and stuff like that. I'm thinking about how I can slit her throat for not saying anything. And I'm thinking about how to put them in a freaking uh, river and just, you know, concrete boot their ass. That's how much this is bugging me. Because you work hard. Yeah. And the many people out there also work hard just to see themselves taken advantage of mm-hmm. it happens everywhere and it's it's annoying uh yeah you know i just found out that the newest person hired makes more money than i do and i'm the least paid at that gas station <laughs> and i've been there three years and how does so. it make you feel 
Um, like I kill myself at that job, cover for everybody at that job, and bust my ass at that job for shit. You know, the problem with China Dow is, and you know what, you gotta give it to her because a lot of people are not like this. She goes to work every single day, don't call off, and she stays with the company a long time. She does not know how to say, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to find something else. Now, it's good work ethic. I got to give you that. But when is the time for her to say, you know what? Enough's enough. I'm going to actually start looking to get something. And I'm not talking about this internet bullshit. Well, nowadays that's how it is, though. Yeah, but you usually go into the place and then they'll, you know, you can find out for sure if you're in a, you know, they're looking. You know, I don't believe in Indeed or any of that bullshit because it don't work. But that's how everybody hires, even my company. Yeah, but you got to go to their website, not Indeed. No, it's through Indeed. Well, whatever, man. Ours Maybe actually, I'm wrong. Ours is actually through two two different websites, mm-hmm. and it's not even through Kelly Williamson Mobile. You know website. what? You got you got so many skills. That you don't put Sex on your freaking... skills don't count. Uh, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> now, this serious conversation, I'll get into the stupid stuff in a minute. Uh, you got skills. You were managers of freaking tattoo shops, manager of a bar. Of an auto shop. Auto shop. You got a freaking license, the bar. T- it's like, what the hell's wrong with you, really? I need to dive deep into this. Well, right now, the biggest thing is, sad as it is, is a lot of companies look at your age. And you're getting older. Let's, you know what, you're 48 years old almost. Yeah, in two months. It's either get off, you know, shit or get off the pot. Yeah. That is the biggest thing that people look at now because they want the young ones so they can mold them the way they want. When you go with somebody, you know, in their mid to late 40s or even older they don't like the concept of hiring them because of the fact that they're already pretty much set in their ways and don't get me wrong you, you can't, can't keep on using that but though. don't get me wrong you can teach an old dog new tricks but a lot of people are just set in how they do specific things like i walk into work i have the same exact routine i do every night when i go in same routine but i get all my stuff done in less than two hours so i mean it's a pretty damn good routine other people, it takes them the whole shift to finish their job. It takes me two hours. Okay, and you believe this is where you want to retire out of? Mm, no. You want to be there 15 years like that ex-ugly stripper? <laughs> the ex-stripper that works there during days? No. <laughs> She's been there 16 years. But, but that's what you're looking at. No, that's not where I want to end up, but I have applied at a lot of places and have not heard anything from any of them because they probably see my age and say, yeah, let's not they, take a chance not, on that. They're not looking at their, your age. What you got to do is come up with a better damn resume is what you got to do. You got to actually put some <laughs> work into it. Oh, so so what? You want to like edit my resume? I might have to because something's going wrong here. <laughs> you know, and I know you're looking for this at-home job stuff, but yeah, you're not going to gonna get one because you know what? For every two jobs that are open, there's probably a hundred thousand candidates for it. You know, I really think I'd make a good door greeter at Walmart. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't fucking happening. Hi, welcome to Walmart. 
you know, I'm glad you're all happy and stuff like that. I have uh, to be. But you know what? I have to be, man. I've seen the, hopefully it's a joke of a schedule when I get to work. I'm pulling seven days straight. You know, I'm not only looking at your situation. I'm looking at other people that's been around 20 freaking years and say, you know what? I've had enough of this. I'm not being treated well. I'm not be treated like the the person that I should. And the company they want to leave. The company should totally treat you as you should be treated as far as, like, if you're busting ass, you're not calling off, you're showing up every day, you're killing yourself at your job, then you should, you, you, you earn and you, you should get what you, you know, are worth. You're not going to get unless and you it, ask. And then as far as I'm concerned, where, where I'm at right now, I'm worth about the rug you walk in the door on, so... Yeah. And that's not a good feeling, but it, no. you know what? It's up to you to make that change. See, that's why I never could work for anybody. Well, in the hardest situation right now where I'm at is management is changing hands on Saturday. So it's like, which one do I complain to? Do you I compla- better complain to the incoming one. Do I complain to the current manager or do I complain to the one that is the assistant moving up to manager? Because mm, it's nothing but drama over there. Oh, it is. It's it's wor- it's worse than a girl's locker room. And because wh- if people ask me, you know, I drove truck. Yeah. I love the dr- I love truck driving. Mm-hmm. But that went down the fucking hole when I got uh, sick. Yeah. And most of the time we've been together, it's all been off of my brain. I hustled. Yes. And I made the money. You've always pretty much done your own thing. I can't work with other people. I'm not good at it. You don't play well with others. Hell fucking no, I don't play good with others. (laughs) Because they say something that's stupid. And it pisses you the hell off to where you snap and you end up walking out. (laughs) My world record was what, five minutes? Five minutes. (laughs) Somebody said something stupid to me as soon as I walked in that door. I said, man, fuck you. And then all I get is... Come pick me up. Because <laughs> at the time, we only had one car in your motorcycle. Right. But it wasn't motorcycle weather. Yeah, it was middle of winter. So you're like, come pick me up. I'm like, dude, you've been there five. Come pick me up. I'm not good with people. I'm like, so I go get you, and I look at you, and I go, you don't play well with others, do you? You're like, fuck no. <laughs> so what is your plan? What is Because you know what? Some people look up to you. You know, we got a lot of people on the radio right now, the radio station, mm-hmm. that are probably going through some shit like this. Well, first things first, I mean, I, as far as, like, this coming schedule, I got to go and make sure that that's actually what the schedule is and see why my hours are janky like they are. And then uh, I'm going to be having a little chat with uh, the one that we call Troll, which is the assistant manager moving up to manager because there's no point in talking to the actual manager because she's out of the door soon. So, yeah, we're going to have a little chat and find out why I am the least paid employee and do as just as much work there as any manager does, if not more. Mm. So, yeah, I'm going to have to have a chat with her. And it's taken away from a lot of your extracurricular activities as yeah. far as being able to have a fucking life. Yeah, which means this whole week uh, after Thursday, uh, Friday through Thursday... <laughs> You're on your own for the night show. 
Oh, I can handle my shit. I know. I'm just saying. I wouldn't. I won't. Don't be act able, like you. I won't you're, be able to participate here in person. I'll have to just be listening on my headset. Right. Which I like being here in person. You know. You like annoying my ass. Yes, I do. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> but the problem is, hey, you can't go out riding. You can't no. go out on the boat. You can't go out to the bars. No. Nope. You're fucked. Yep. My social life is nothing. Yeah. And you're making the least amount of money. You're getting uh, the most headaches. Yes. And you won't do nothing about it. Well, that's going to get taken care of before this week is over. How about I bet you? What are you going to bet me? I bet you a colon cleanse. No. That nothing will get done. You're stupid. I ain't betting that. Cause Why? Because if, if I fail and they fuck me over, I'm screwed in the <laughs> ass, literally. <laughs> okay, 20 bucks. You owe me 40 20 bucks. So then that makes it 60? Yeah. That you don't do nothing. <laughs> okay. Okay. 20 bucks. Okay. 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 So we're going to get into some more interesting <laughs> stuff in the second uh, deal here after Bon Jovi and Asking Alexandria. You know, I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just got me pissed off. And I know a lot of other people have to be in this type of situation. You know, I'd like to hear what you guys do. What What do you guys feel in the general chat about all this stuff? What should China Dow do? Let us know. Love to say 
been so torn up in all of my life. I can't believe I let myself break down. As defined in the American Heritage Dictionary, second college edition, the noun rock is defined as a relatively hard, naturally occurring material of mineral origin, a naturally formed mineral matter. That's not rock. Play with the devil, die with the devil. Now, back to good, wholesome, politically correct entertainment. Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happen. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Hey, you hooligans, help the show out by donating to our cash app. Yeah, man! Keep the grass in stock! Dollar sign, motorcycle madhouse. Oh, yeah, baby, we are back on the air, man. If you'd like to donate, you can do so with the cash app. Motorcycle or dollar sign motorcycle madhouse, or of course over on YouTube or on PayPal. It helps us out, keep us as a going, and it gives me a little money to pay China down with. Man, she's not the you know the best paid uh, co radio host, but uh, it happens. You know, she's in here because she loves it. She loves hearing you guys and all that good stuff. So we're gonna take a quiz. Yay! We're gonna take a quiz. Uh, I gotta set up uh, the deal real quick so what kind of uh answers are you getting in uh I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of good ones what are you getting let's go through it why i said i'm getting up. a lot of good ones don't leave a job before you have a backup well that is true and uh yeah um that i should get what i'm worth uh-huh yeah which you know which i put in here you know people don't realize i hate hurting other people's feelings but i'm to the point right now that i don't really give a fuck that's your problem man i am i do worry about I other always, people i always worry about other people more than myself which is my biggest that, flaw <laughs> and that ain't paying the fucking bills here let me tell you no so that is my biggest flaw i worry about everybody else before myself so 
Alrighty, baby! We are going into another edition of Sex Questions with China Dow. Let's test her IQ about sex because God knows I can't put up an IQ test with something else other than sex. <laughs> I had fail all the other ones. <laughs> you fail everything. I, f- I didn't do good on the last sex question. That's pretty bad because you are like, like a 50%. pro. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, you know, why don't you go work at a lingerie shop? But that ain't too good anymore because everything's online. Everything's online. That's the problem nowadays. All the good jobs are online. I say go to or Amazon. Sold online. Something with Amazon. I don't know. Uh, uh, as long as it ain't in the warehouse, I can't do all that heavy lifting. Well, I know that. <laughs> I uh, know myself. But anyway, let's start with your first question of the day. Alright, let's go. What's the average number of sex partners for a woman... 3.5. Oh, we did this question. No, we did, but uh, this is a different show. Okay. And it's a different quiz with different numbers. Okay, go. 3.5, 9, 12, or 7.5, or in China Dolls case, 50. <laughs> Can I go with 50? <laughs> <laughs> what is the average number? Oh my God, I got this one wrong last time. But it is different numbers. 3.5, uh-huh. 9, uh-huh. 12, or 7.5? 7.5. How's there 7.5, though? How's there half? Oh, my God, I got it right this time. <laughs> Those are totally different answers than I'm the last time. I'm telling you. Yeah. I told you. I screwed that up last time. I think I said three. <laughs> Yeah, right. You know what? The way you fucking women talk about sex, you're going to sit here and try to tell me three. You know what? Now double it. Before I met you, I could count on one hand. What's the average number of sex partners for a man? Oh, Jesus. Seven? Four? No. 9.5? Or 11? 9.5. It's 11. Seven. Bullshit. Now it's you supposed s- to be seven times two. Yeah, so, so you're looking at 14. So it technically be 14. Because <laughs> y'all tell us just half. What percentage of women can orgasm through intercourse alone? Mm. 50%, 100%, 25%, or 75%? I'm going with 25%. I'm saying the same thing, 25%. Let's see if we got it right. High five from dong, long distance. Twenty-five <laughs> percent. <25%. laughs> why is it twenty-five percent? And why can't more people do it? Because of the fact that you know you get the, the outside is more pleasurable than the inside. Just saying. <laughs> now here's a fun fact between the quiz. Okay. The average sex session goes for 100 to 500 thrusts. I'm a two-pump chump. I, I die of a heart attack. Uh, yeah. A hundred freaking thrusts? Dude, I do not who's know. that guy? I want that one. I was just going to say, there ain't no <laughs> damn way, man. <laughs> I want that guy. You know, but it says this survey was conducted by 3,800 people in the U.K., <laughs> In the UK. Oh, in the UK. Go figure, not in the US. They must have something in that freaking cereal over there in the UK, man, or the oatmeal or something. I'm moving. 
All right, who lives in the UK? I'm, I'm moving now, in. Now, couples in the United States <laughs> stay in the game for about 17 minutes and 5 seconds. 17 minutes. I die of a heart attack or stroke. And seven, t- that's, they say that's the what? That's the average in the United States. 17 minutes. I think minutes. somebody's fucking lying. I'd like that guy too. 17 minutes. I could take that. You already got your pink dildo. It's purple. Whatever. 17 minutes. I could take 17 minutes. Better than like 30 seconds. Uh, this you is know, true. that's all I'm getting about now. <laughs> you only got it once in the last couple weeks, man. I know. I get taken out of timeout and I get it one time. There you go. And it was two pumps. <laughs> that You know what? That's hap- That's what happens when you, you don't had get me back. You had to get back to work. I have to get to work. I'm a busy guy. <laughs> I got to blow and go. <laughs> you know what? I am the president of the Anti Viper League, and I got to make sure. And the sure Blow and Go community. <laughs> yes, and the Blow and Go community. <laughs> You're terrible. Now, do you know that you can have, and you know what? I know this is true because guys do it. You know, they wake up and all that. You can have an orgasm in sleep, they say. Yeah, I know I guys it. do, but do women? I believe it. Have you ever had an orgasm in your sleep? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. The fuck were you thinking about? Not you. <laughs> what a bitch! Not you. What a bitch! <laughs> what are you thinking about, Rubik's in his dress or something? Hey, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. No, ew, no. Sorry, Rubik's, no. Ain't happening, huh? Mm-mm. Who are you thinking about when you had... Are you talking about people on our show? No. Oh, God, please don't throw me under the bus like that. No, I'm talking about... And I'd hate to say it, but there's a few on the show I could be thinking about, but you know what? (laughs) Who am I thinking about? Yes. There's a few. Lately, it's been, you know, I like wrestling, so it's been, you know... Randy Orton from WWE. <laughs> what is up with you people He's in wrestling? <laughs> Don't you guys know that you know what you get He's out of that at the age of eighteen or twenty or some shit no, like that? I don't care. You My, actually our son watch is 17. that shit. Yeah, our son is seventeen, so I'm still good. I could still watch it. I get bored. Mm-mm. I was. He was showing me clips of Randy Orton yesterday, and I was like, "Damn, he's sexy." He's just all oiled up. <laughs> <laughs> now, here we go back to our quiz. You only got two answers right out of four. So you're at 50%. I'm at 50%. What Whoa. percentage of women never orgasm at all? I, Jesus. 15 to 20%. Uh-huh. 10 to 15%. 20% or 5 to 10%. 5 to 10. 5 to 10. Is that your final answer? I don't know. I'm watching your fingers on the buttons. I don't know if it should be. She's <laughs> <laughs> going with 5 to 10. What do we got? Yeah, 5 to 10. Oh, God. Now I'm like at 70% here. 10 to 15%. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it'd be. That's actually high. It is because, you know what? Women are supposed to sit there. And just be a dead log. Be so a they dead log. finish, so you know, yeah. what they're doing and forget about the now you had this question before which one how many nerve endings does a clitoris have yeah and you fucked it up i got it wrong eight thousand twenty five hundred ninety seven or ten thousand i think it's the eight 
think? Is that your final answer? No, because I'm watching your fingers. <laughs> Don't watch my fingers. I'm answer the question. I'm get it wrong again. What is it? It's either 8 or 10. Tick, tock. Tick, tock. Tick, tock. Uh, 8 or 10. I'll go eight. Eight thousand. Very good. Awesome stuff right there. Yeah, I, I'm, I was bad on that one last time. Do you know, and I hate this, this pisses me off. What? That the female orgasm lasts three times longer than a male orgasm. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. some bullshit. Y'all are like, squirt, 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 done. And we're like, five minutes later, we're still going. You could leave the room. We'll just finish. <laughs> it's all good. I wonder if our ladies have to do that in our audience, man. Uh, the male freaking blows and goes. And, and we got to finish ourselves. You got to finish yourself. Is that something all that women. happens all, all that time? No, all women. <laughs> all women just have to keep going because we're not done. All women. I'm telling you, we're not done. Now, this is a very, very interesting deal here. What? People love to think about Brad Pitt when they masturbate. Hell no. You don't think about Brad Pitt? Mm-mm. You no. never thought about Brad Pitt? No. Well, he according is. to a sex com- uh, toy company, Tanga, they I'd surveyed 13,000 people between 18 and 74. Oh, my God, 74 <laughs> across the world. And here's who made the list. Beyonce. I don't even know who the hell she is. Top Beyonce. Five. I don't know who the she, hell she is. No. Uh, let's see here. For the most masturbated to female celebs, Jennifer Lawrence, Kim Kardashian. Ain't she the one with that big fat ass? Yes. Nasty. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Nah, thanks. Kylie Jenner. Who the hell is that? Kim Kardashian's little sister. Okay. Uh, so she's, you know, got a big ass too, I'm sure. <laughs> now, for men, for women, it consisted of Brad Pitt. No. Johnny Depp. Mm. <laughs> Johnny Depp, maybe. Chris Hemsworth. No. Tom Cruise. Ew. No. Ew. Chris Pratt. Well. <laughs> Who's Chris Pratt? Well. Hmm. Who's Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt? He's an actor. Well, no shit. What did he play in? Some good movies. You don't know. I can't remember the name of it, but it's actually, he plays in uh, a movie with a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> who all, who okay, also what, is very you know, hot. What is your celeb crush? I've got more than one. Give me the top three. God. Top three lately? I don't know. I haven't watched any good shit. I mean, if you know, if it was between Brad, Brad Pitt, no. I'd rather be thinking of Angelina Jolie, but, you know. Oh, that's, she's hot. That's just me. I mean, if I had to choose between the two, <laughs> I'd go Angelina. She's got awesome lips. Just saying. I bet she sucks a good dick. Probably. Probably. Um, mm, let's see. Come Top. on. Top three. Ah, J-Man put it. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Whatever. Chris Pratt. Yeah, Pratt. Come on. Stop it. You know, we got to get moving here. My top three, um, I don't know. Does it have to be an actor? No. Can it be anything? Okay, well, Randy Orton from WWE, because he's hot as hell. Uh, 
<laughs> Angelie Jolie. Oh, hell yeah, I'd take her. I'd do her. And uh, I'll have to go with Chris Pratt because he's pretty sexy. Rock on. Okay, let's get back to our quiz here. But whoever thought Tom Cruise was hot is just... They're stupid. They're just so wrong. He's How like many not. nerve endings does the head of a penis have? Way less than ours. 40,000, 8,000, 4,000, or 300? 4,000. Final answer? Not really, but okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. We have double the amount. <laughs> no wonder you come more. No wonder why we have to keep going when you're done. We were freaking scam, man. You guys were screwed. God's a woman. <laughs> I bunch up punch you right off that chair. <laughs> or he's just he's a he's a man that worries more about us than himself. Unlike you. <laughs> <laughs> when does the clitoris stop growing? Age 21, 40, puberty, or never? Never. Final answer? No, but let's use it. <laughs> you know what? It is the size of a zucchini. <laughs> it's like your fingernails and toenails they never stop growing hell no hell no and mammy got her copy of brotherhood and betrayal thanks for putting that up in the general chat hopefully you enjoy it there hon let us know uh, what you think of it uh there is one more than one type of orgasm true or false true Look at that, man. She is going good right now, man. Holy cow. Out of six, uh, or out of nine questions, she's already got uh, six going. Uh, wow. Do you know post, uh, I did not know this, post-sex sadness is a real thing. Oh, when you're sad after sex? Yeah, why is the hell you women Sad after fucking sex. Because we have to finish ourselves. That's why you're <laughs> sad? You sit there and sad. cry? <laughs> That's why we're the sad. The fuck is wrong with you guys? It did, okay, I think what they're trying to say is like when your emotion, when your emotions just get overwhelmed. Uh-huh. So that's like the only way you feel you can let it out after sex. Dumb. We're emotional beings. And that's, that's why you are subordinate to men. Unlike you, we are very emotional Pound anti-viper club. Anyway, let's go to Def Leppard and Breaking Benjamin. We'll be right back with some more.
Oh yeah, that was Breaking Benjamin, man. That's one of my favorite bands right there. That and Death Leopard, uh, some of their newer stuff, it looks like. Uh, but uh, during the break, you said they uh, caught a couple of them son of a bitches, huh? Who they are? Oh, on TikTok, yeah. There were a lot of videos posted last night. Uh, they figured out who two of the six people that posted the threat towards women for t- April 24th. Good stuff. Yeah. They said, gee, we don't know if we should report them to the police or their parents. So that Somebody much, needs to beat the hell out of so them. So that pretty much tells you the age range of the people that, of the six people that put this threat out for April 24th. Well, they need to go to freaking uh, jail, man. See what it's like to be raped a little bit. Yeah, maybe they should just like, go to the get, get what they're threatening. Yeah, go to the joint, see how that happens to you. We'll have to wait and see. Yes, we'll have to wait and see. But that it, that was disgusting. For those that don't know what we're talking about, to explain what we're talking about. Um, those yeah, there there's a threat out on TikTok, TikTok, and other social media. That's that what I call it, TikTok. TikTok, and uh, that April twenty fourth, which is Saturday, is National Rape Day. Mm-hmm. There's a threat out. And a warning to all women to not go anywhere alone that day. And, you know, nice timing of the month being that this month is, you know, sexual abuse awareness and, you know, it's pathetic. We had uh, Grizz. He just says, where's my book? Paid for it last Friday. I sent it Saturday. Sent it Saturday. Did you give him the tracking number? Tracking number. Uh, Everybody that ordered a book, your tracking numbers are on PayPal. They're in PayPal, so it's on its way, Grizz. It is on its way. It is in. I sent everybody their personal tracking numbers for their books. Uh, everybody should be, if you have your, you know, go into your PayPal account. It'll give you the tracking. And if you said on Saturday, it's only Wednesday right now, and he's in Oregon, right? Yeah, um, his should be probably t- uh, either today or tomorrow. All right. Look at the tracking number for him. That way, I you know you can put it in or you to PM him and let him know when it says something. I will. Let him know. Let him know. And also, if you get the book on Amazon, man, don't forget to leave uh, a review. It helps the book and uh, all that good stuff. I looked it up last night. We were still top one hundred. Yes. Couldn't believe it in that one category. I know. And now I'm so fucking popular that they're trying to freaking scam the book. Yeah, they are, because our daughter found it last night. <laughs> they're trying to get it downloaded for free, and they can't, because I got it security uh, encoded. <laughs> I can't believe that's how po- I got people on Twitter doing it. Yeah. People I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, she actually has your picture as her profile picture. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck, you fangirl motherfuckers, man? <laughs> our daughter called you. She's like, you're getting fangirled on Twitter. <laughs> 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 then on Google, man, they got a, me. Uh, they got a picture of me up there and uh, of and this bio. Yeah, I was like, man, I guess I. You know what? I, I'm making the big time. I guess it's awesome. You know. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were in that too. No, I'm, I'm not getting fangirl. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm talking about you were in the book. You wrote the last chapter and you uh, did the poem. Yeah, funny how some people did not know that. <laughs> Maybe I should do another little reading from the book. No. Huh? No? No. Make them buy it, man. 
Well, yeah, but you know what happens when you go, uh, you know, like the Barnes and Noble, and you have an author, uh, you know, present for the signatures and stuff. You read some of the book. You've already read more than enough. Leave it alone. Ooh, ouch! That's coming from China, Dow guy. Sorry. Leave it alone. Make them buy it. <laughs> there you go. I but got I got the perfect lipstick for it. So no, let them buy it. Oh uh, yeah, you know what? You were exercising because what China Dow did when we signed the books is she actually put on a ton of lipstick, kissed the book, and signed it. She was actually practicing her autograph. I was laughing my ass off. I was I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with I'm you?" Such a dork. Here I am. I'm a scribbly, uh, you know, because I don't write good, so I scribbled my name and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I had to. Here you are, Catholic girl. I am not Catholic. <laughs> That's how you're writing, though. <laughs> but everybody got a kiss in the book. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. Y'all got one. <laughs> Just think, guys, you'd uh, put your pecker against her lips, and next thing you know, you're in the blowjob. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Rubik's got yours today. You know, and always said the... it should be here today. Oh, okay. Rock and He's roll. He's probably man. following the tracking number. Yeah, you got to follow those tracking numbers. That's one thing I told China Dow she had to do was... Uh, get them tracking numbers going and stuff uh but uh we got uh hmm a couple more facts before the end of the show here all right what a strong sense of smell makes you more orgasmic not me man i hate that tuna smell i hate tuna smell i don't like the smell of your balls (laughs) so we're even (laughs) just saying smell my hand Smell my palm, dude. That is what you smell like. You really and for, for you ladies that that you know Donna. Yeah, I actually did that to him the one day. <laughs> I stuck my hand on his face. Yeah, SAA <laughs> says uh, maybe you'll make the women's jack off list. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm seeing my picture all over these fucking profiles with my book. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? And I had, you know, Britt was on the phone. I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> and what does she tell you? You're fangirled. <laughs> Big time fangirled. And she was laughing hysterically that you're being fangirled. Oh, my God. On Twitter. You really can turn a guy on with your voice. Who? Me? A guy. You know, that's what they're saying. Uh, a woman can turn them on with their voice. I don't get that. Oh, I don't turn you on with my voice. Fuck no. Whatever. You don't turn me on half the fucking time. Douche. <laughs> <laughs> I could turn myself on. Yeah. I, yeah. What's the most... So I guess phone sex operators out of the question, huh? N- they never turn me on. So I can't do that for a living? No. No. I don't, no. I don't even think they have those anymore. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know. I think they got that online It's all video deal. crap yeah, now. Yeah, it's the video <laughs> stuff now. Pay with your credit card and you can watch them video. There you go. What's the most important component of anal sex? Oh, Lord. Lube. Yeah. Open mind. Relaxation. Or all of the above. Freaking all the above, man. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> There is no dry docking. You don't like dry dockers? No, because that's when the dick gets ripped. <laughs> and the butthole. Now, true or false? The dick and the butthole get ripped. Statistically, educated rich women are more likely to have anal sex. True or false? That's probably true. I'm going to just guess that one. 
That's because they freaks, man. <laughs> Y'all gotta go get some rich chicks. Get some butt. <laughs> get it in the booty hole. They're like, you know what? They love the punishment, probably. <laughs> they like it. <laughs> How many women report having an orgasm during sex? Or during anal sex? 94, 32, 1, or 50%. Did you just say one? <laughs> it's not 92. What's what's the other ones? No. 32. Uh-huh. One or 50. 32. 32. Final answer. Yeah. It's 50, isn't it? 94%. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> I am so in the other... there, Ann. I'm in the 6% that does not. Aw, bullshit. Nope. 34% is what you're saying. I'm in the percentile that does not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too busy yelling, going, I fucking hate you! I hate you! Don't do it! No! We're going to end the show with Ann's wrong note. Uh, again, don't forget to uh, get your copy of uh, Brotherhood and Betrayal. New Age of Biking and Brotherhood is on sale right now at Amazon. I think they actually got them uh, uh, bundled together with uh, all three of my books. Uh, don't forget to leave a review on Amazon. That helps out, man. I really appreciate everything, guys. I'll see you tonight on Rockin' with Hollywood. We'll have some biker uh, stuff happening, and uh, I'll talk to you later, guys. You guys have a good one. Bye.